Good morning and welcome into the Morning Burrito Podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Eric. And we are here this morning for you. It is wet and cold. Wet and cold here in Northwest Oregon. Beautiful. But it is two days. If you live in Florida in the sunshine, you're missing it. You you just totally interrupted me. I was uh, the big reveal. It's two days till Thanksgiving. What's that got to do with Florida sunshine? Nothing, but it's almost Thanksgiving. It's like one of the best holidays ever. I'm thankful for cold and rain. We're going to get into it today. We're going to talk about thankfulness and great gratitude. Uh, the old cliche and attitude of gratitude is where we're going to be today. So. And fruitcake. <laughs> so listen in, stay with us, and let's have some, have some fun this morning. All right. Welcome in. We are uh, excited to be with you today. And uh, as we said, we're going we're gonna to be walking through an attitude of gratitude. Um, and, and just to, I mean, I think a great starting a leaping off point for us as pastors, MTO mission to others that we do every year before the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Our people came through again. I mean, Herb Naz, you rock. I mean, I don't know what church you guys go to. Uh, you may go to a church that doesn't do anything for the community, but uh, our church is very community oriented and, uh, we made backpacks of love. All kinds of stuff in there. So what are the backpacks of love for? So uh, homeless. And uh, maybe not the down and out, out, out homeless, because they need a little more help than what we could probably give. But uh, but the transient uh, homeless, um, down on their luck kind of thing. Uh, there's, man, there's like, well, what do we give them? We give them uh, hat, gloves, toiletries, food, tarp. Yeah, uh, not just any tarp, though. Toilet, yeah, I mean. Oh, no. Camo it's, tarp. It's, it's a camo tarp. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And um, I don't know, no it, expense. It, it's a it's a pretty good backpack. Um, it'd be like your kid takes a school backpack, and uh, it was just crammed full of stuff. So uh, it was nice to give give. We have some food in there, you know. Again, That's the great. toiletries and stuff. Um, we also finished up our project of shoes from yeah, the heart. Shoes from the heart. Um, going some village somewhere around the world, third world, to uh, help uh, families with you know income and. You know, support themselves, and and it so, also yeah. helps one of our families in our church with an adoption process somewhere so, from the third world. So that's really cool. So, and then our student ministry, yeah, uh, we took off and went to a, a ministry here in town called Desert Rose. That, it was really nice to have you guys gone. <laughs> thanks. I don't know how to take that. It's been two Sundays I haven't been on stage <laughs> leading worship. It's here. been it's great. Been weird. It's been great. Um, but no, yeah, we so we <laughs> we took off and and went to Desert Rose and. Um, Jason and his team, it was just great to be with them that morning and, uh, um, serve them breakfast and then lead worship and, and share some testimonies. It was good. So I really do mean it was great because I mean, it's great that you got our kids out, our students out and you did that. And, uh, it's just good. It's good sometimes to get out of the church and go and just go serve. And that's what you did. And it was, it was good. So So I really, I really meant that from my heart. It was good. I'm sure I, yeah. So I, I speak for both of us in saying that we are thankful for our people. Uh, we're thankful that our people love to serve, care about our community. It, it really does matter to us yep. as pastors. They stepped up. And then you have a, a mug that you got for pastor appreciation. Yeah. And uh, it's a pretty cool mug. Yeah, pastor, warning. Anything you say or do, it should say will be used in a sermon because <laughs> it does get used in it a sermon. It says could. but It says could. It but will. Yeah. Yeah, we, we or so or got, on a or on a podcast. So so because <laughs> I'm I'm into I'm into this pouring thing now, and it's like I don't know why. If your pee was that color, it'd be a problem. Well, that's personal. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know how you how you do it. But you know, usually I take the top off, and then you try to do this, you know, and and then it, like I, sometimes you just don't do it. But now I can do it while I drive. I just leave the top on. Okay. I mean, maybe everybody else does that. I what, don't know. But so, I saw, so, I saw, so I saw what would be the value that. of doing that, using this while you drive instead of that? This was a gift, and I like to show it off. This is not. Oh, okay. So now I'm a two-fisted drinker <laughs> with the same <laughs> cup of coffee. Okay. So, more for my value. So we're going to dive into the attitude of gratitude, and that's a phrase that's been around for a long time. Um, cliche pretty much at this point. Um, but... What we really want to dive into is the idea that whether you're a believer uh, in Christ, whether you're a Christian uh, or not, having an attitude of gratitude, having a life that is living in thankfulness as opposed to complaining and negativity, uh, it just makes your life better. That's kind of where we're going to be today. And uh, I want to start off with a question. 
why is thankfulness so unnatural for us? You're asking me that? Yeah. So, oh. And you can answer. I mean, put it in the comments. Why is why is thankfulness or gratitude unnatural for us as human beings? Because we are selfish human beings. Can you flesh that out more? Well, we don't, we don't have time. But basically, <laughs> um, we are, are born into sin. We're born into self. We're born at looking at ourselves. Our natural bent is to serve us because we don't like pain. We don't like to do without. Um, so, therefore, we have to take care of us before we take care of somebody else but then somebody else usually doesn't come along so so we have uh you know as pastors for i mean at least the the time that i've been in ministry the 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 example we always use is kids right babies particularly that they're they come out of the womb selfish right all they think about is their world well my kids didn't but i'm just kidding yes they did <laughs> i was gonna say i don't believe that for a second yeah um you know they come out of the womb selfish and for for the longest time, people are like, yeah, that makes sense, you know. But recently, I've gotten a lot of pushback on that. How dare you say a baby is selfish? That is a fair description, though, isn't it? Babies are selfish. Sure. They they only care about their own worldview. Is that fair? Well, that's all they know. They don't they don't they don't live for other people. They live for themselves. That's right. What their needs are. Right. They don't. Right. They don't care if mom and dad haven't had any sleep. They're gonna wake you up. Right. They don't care if you're eating. They're ready to eat or they need something or they want their toy. They don't care if you got to watch a football game. They want to watch Anna and Elsa or if I need more that's, coffee. Sorry, that's getting kind of personal. That's it my is. that's my life right now. <laughs> Anna. <laughs> that's that's what I hear all the time now. Anna. My my youngest, she uh big fan. It's funny, both my my both of my girls, they're 10 years apart, but both of them when the, when my oldest was young, loved frozen and now the youngest one loves frozen it is the circle it's just crazy to me um you still love frozen uh, i actually don't mind frozen See? frozen's okay there you go i don't my my daughters like the second one better than the first one this is getting way off topic but the first one to me is better because I, I love uh i love josh gad's portrayal of the snowman olaf that's great love it love the snowman good anyway uh yeah, and just going back to our question, why is thankfulness unnatural for us? You brought up the word selfish. Um, so would you would you agree then, based on what you had said, selfishness is natural then for us? It's also yes, but it's also a learned behavior. How so? Well, just like you just described with your with your kids, um, you like Frozen. You don't mind watching Frozen, you know, so they're going to watch Frozen. Um, I think a lot of times we learn from people that we watch and we see it's like, oh, they act that way. So mm -hmm. I can act that way. So I mean, it's I mean, look at our culture right now. Um, just look at the last, you know, uh, what, seven days, uh, maybe 10 days. A um, lot of selfishness, a um, lot of learn. You're speaking of the looting and in just I mean, West pick Coast. a topic, right? Just pick a topic. Um, you're looking at a lot of selfishness that um, is learned because they didn't learn <laughs> how not to be selfish earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, look at where we were a year ago. I mean, a year ago we had, um, I mean, we're right in the pandemic and we're getting ready. I mean, we're already in discussions a year ago to, do we celebrate Christmas or don't we celebrate Christmas? Yeah. We had a hard time with that. I mean, do you remember those conversations? We, yeah. We were, we were wondering, okay, so what do we do? Like, how do we plan Christmas Eve? How do we plan Christmas Sunday? Not knowing. Yeah. Is there going to be a shutdown again? And, and, and everybody's like, we are not missing Christmas. We're not canceling Christmas. And, and we canceled Christmas. Well, Christmas Eve. We didn't right. cancel Christmas Sunday. But right. But I mean, as a it culture, was though, I mean, that's what we were talking about. And, you know, then in the, then the battle came into, well, if you loved your brother, you would cancel Christmas, wear a mask, and blah, 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 blah. And, and that turned our culture to a different form and a different level of selfishness when it really has nothing to do with loving your brother. Yeah, but, so I don't and I know wanna, that's a huge debate that I just threw out there, so just get over it. Let's move on. So I don't want to get into politics, but you did bring up, you know, this last few days and we've we've seen in the last two years people who are whether you agree or disagree with why they're protesting, there's people out there protesting. You almost said prostate. I heard you. Prostating. <laughs> prostating. Uh, protesting. Um again doesn't matter whether you believe what they're protesting is right or wrong. That's not what I'm trying to say. 
But you do people have people that for the last better part of two years almost have been taking advantage of protesting and used it as a platform to then go and loot and take things that do not belong to them. This is something that our country has really never seen to the level we've seen it in the last year and a half, two years. Is this a is this a a end result or is this just the beginning of the selfishness that we have in our culture? Well, I think if you if you read the uh, the Bible, that is selfishness. Yeah, um, but but to go along with that, is, first of all, is look, look at where we were again a year ago. Um, you're not looting, but you're hoarding toilet paper. Yeah, even that. Right? Yeah. So, so that's not even that a, was crazy. That's not that's that's not a crime. I mean, it turned into a crime. I mean, it's, it should have been a crime, right? It seems so long ago now. It does, but I mean, just a year ago, we're like scavenging for little squares of toilet paper. You know, maybe a little more than a year ago, but um, I mean, so that's a form of selfishness. Sure. You know, so the hoarding, right? I don't need all um, of this toilet paper, but I'm going to get it anyway because just in case, just in case, just in case. So, okay, what was your question? So, is this so as we see, you know, just in the last few days? People going to these high-end stores, Nordstrom's and and Louis Vuitton and all these places, and they're they're breaking in and spraying people with pepper spray to take clothes that they. I mean, this is this is what is crazy to me. They don't even know if the clothes fit. I mean, it's not like they're going to the fitting room making sure they fit and then taking the clothes. They they're just taking stuff. Right. Who who knows if they're selling it or they're taking it for themselves? That really is not the point. But. How did we get so far? Because, again, this comes back to the thankfulness thing and the gratitude thing. We're so selfish that we think it's okay. Because I've, I've actually heard people on the news in the last days, in these last days, talking about, not the last days, but in these last few days. Um, well, you know, these companies have insurance, so it's no big deal. Right. Right. So is this the end or is this just the beginning of so, our selfishness? So, yeah. So I got sidetracked there. But... Um, if you read the Bible, this is the beginning, hmm. um, because the Bible is pretty specific when it, when it's talking about the you know the end times, and we're not getting into the end time discussion today. But um, but if you read, I mean, we become very selfish in the end days, selfish, hmm. more selfish than ever before. And uh, I mean, the Bible says when when good is called evil and evil is called good, that is all centered around selfishness. Um, it's all centered around self, your self ideals, your self personality. Um, your self inner conflict, you know, cause man, it's like, do I, don't I? And, uh, and the part of that that you say is don't I, no, no, everything's do it's all do me, do, 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 do. Well, I just, ah, you I, said just doo-doo. Said doo-doo. I said do do a few times there. Um, I just said it again. Um, so yeah, so I think it's, it's, it's part of the end. Um, but yet it's the beginning. <laughs> How's that? So that's uh, a political way to answer the question. Sure. So selfishness, uh, so when we think of, uh, attitude of gratitude we think of thankfulness uh, living a life of thankfulness do you think that selfishness let me rephrase this what do you think affects in a negative way our attitude of gratitude or our ability to be thankful more selfishness or our independent nature as western people what comes into conflict with our attitude of grat- gratitude more? Yeah, I would. Le- I'd, I'd probably leverage the side of selfishness still, because I think the second part of what you said is all based on selfishness. So we gain our independence from our selfishness. We side. think we do. Okay. But really, I think it makes us more dependent. <laughs> and and it really, you know, whether you're a believer today or not. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe this is your first time catching the Morning Burrito podcast. If so, welcome in. We're glad you're here um, and joining us for this conversation. But that's what I need. I need a burrito today. Oh, that would be good. That would be. Ugh. We did have good food yesterday, though. Um, thankful for that. Uh, but uh, our independence, uh, particularly in the West, I think it clouds our view of what true suffering is. I think it clouds our view to our own self interests. Meaning that we forget that we're trying to please our self-interests. It's not needs; it's wants. You know, we tend to say, "I need this," but probably the lion's share of the time, if not almost all the time, we don't really need things. We just think we need things, or we tell ourselves we need something. Is that fair? Yeah. So, why is let's let's kind of turn now towards the thankfulness. What what does it mean to be thankful? 
Gratitude. See, I nailed that. I'm glad you didn't say being thankful because, you know. No, that was too generic. You're not supposed to use the the word in the definition. Yeah. No. So, so what what is what does it mean to be to be living in thankfulness, living a life of being thankful? What does that look like? I think it probably looks different for each person, but I think the ultimate goal is to get to the spot where in your heart, I mean, it's a heart condition. I mean, you have to get to the point to where, hey, if it's a good thing or a bad thing, you're just thankful that you have the opportunity to breathe air. I mean, it doesn't really matter the circumstance anymore. It's just that's the gratitude. I mean, the Lord gave us breath. He gave us life. And as long as we're still breathing air, he still has a plan for me. And I'm thankful for that. So this didn't quite work out, but there's a reason for it. Let's look at it. So from it's a heart, heart condition. Let's look at it from a non-believer, uh, non-Christian perspective. So you're saying it's still not it's not a heart condition if it's a non-believer? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Can you can you live a life of thankfulness without God being in 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 your view, because sure. I think God is all in our perspective, God is always involved. But can you live with an attitude of gratitude, an attitude of thankfulness without having God involved in that? Sure. There's a lot of process. There's a lot of great people that do great works and do great things and care passionately and have so much compassion uh, and empathy for people um, that are far, far, far away from God. Mm-hmm. So, sure. Um, I don't think it's a Christian thing. I think it's a human thing. So let me ask you this then. Um are people who are living this thankful lifestyle, living a, uh, a a gratitude-filled type of lifestyle, are they more attractive to other people to be around? <laughs> well, I would say uh, two years ago, I'd say yes. Um, but anymore, I think if you're thankful and you're like really showing that, it's you've got something somebody wants to steal from you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so I don't. Uh, I don't know how to answer that one. No, I mean, from per, uh, for, for you personally, do you do you find people that are more thankful, more filled with gratitude to be more attractive, more pleasing to be around than the contrary to that, which would be people who are selfish, people who are, you know, complainers, who are negative? I so mean, you, because those are the contrary parts of that. So you're leading me down the path to have to say yes to that. Correct. Right. So I'm not going to say yes to that. I'm going to say I think when people see that in you, they're going to steal something from you. That's the fear of our culture today, because they because you're living in an area of of hey, I'm not being selfish because you can't be selfish and be totally thankful um, when you're looking at it from a Christian's perspective, right? So <laughs> those that are really grateful and thankful, who's the ones that are getting persecuted right now? Um, those those who have a piece of heart. Who's the ones that's not getting all up in the air and um, all frantic, worried and smashing and stealing and looting. It's those that one have a thought process that is normal, but those that are, I'm thankful for what I have and I'm going to fight for what I, what I believe in. Now that's the secular part, but I think even as Christians, we, we are like, no, we've got to, we've got to stand and fight for our Lord. I mean, every disciple gave their life for what they believed in because they were thankful. They were grateful for what Jesus did in their life, but they were looked at by their culture as, well, they had, they had peace. How do you stand up underneath some of the stuff that we put you through? I mean, John, they boiled the guy in oil, right? (laughs) It's true. And what did he do? He went, he, he got ostracized and excommunicated to an Island Mm -hmm. uh, because they couldn't kill him. And then he writes this book in the Bible, right? Revelation. And it's like, how do you stand up underneath that? Well, it's because of what Jesus did in my life. Um, so it's not, I don't think as simple as the direction you took me there to just be saying, yes, it is so sweet and lovely to be around people who think positively and who are grateful and thankful. Yeah, of course, we all like that. But honestly, I think there's a fear to be thankful and grateful in the public eye anymore, even in the church. Well, I also think that when you look at our culture, our culture is heavily negative. I mean, you look at the news. I mean, the news is never, very rarely does the news come across as a thankful, grateful type of spin. It's usually negativity. It's usually uh, selfishness, justification for things, so on and so forth. Or or they put it at the end of the newsreel as the, the warm heart story right sure let, let's yank on your heart because of all the bad we just lied about we're gonna feel good about ourselves yeah and yeah y- 
it's it's been building for a while now. This is not anything new, but I'm gonna pour our our culture. Check that. Um, the the Western culture that we live in um, has been preying on our selfishness for a long time. Um, you know, when we look at ads, when we look at um, a store. I mean, th- as somebody who worked in retail for for a long time. They plan why, what goes on in NCAP. That's not just a random thing like, hey, let's just blow this on the NCAP this week. That's not how it works. They know that if they throw it on an NCAP, it's more likely to be purchased at, you know, the Walgreens or, you know, Target or whatever. There you go, they, name dropping. They do it on purpose because they are trying to pull on our impulse, our selfishness. Oh, they're going to want this. So, and the reality is, it works. <laughs> if it didn't work, they wouldn't keep doing it. Um, you know, th- businesses that sold tobacco for a long time got in trouble in, you know, not the too distant past for advertising to kids, right? That their their ads, I remember when I was a kid, it was the camel ad that uh, got, <laughs> got the company that makes camel in trouble right. because they had an ad that was way too kid friendly, let's just say. Um, they, they prey on our selfishness. Now, again, getting back to my original question though, I think it is important to point out that whether you are a believer or not living your life in such a way where you are not a complainer, I mean, we're all going to be complainers at some point. I mean, we're, we're humans. Like you're never going to not, you're never going to have a time where you're completely void of sin or you're completely void of selfishness. Like there's always going to be selfishness tugging at you um, because we are broken culture. We're broken. I mean, we're just broken because of sin. However, um, I think we should all desire. um, And I think our world would be a better place. Our culture would be better if we stopped being so selfish. Selfishness is what causes a lot of the problems we see in culture today and if there's ever a time to talk about it it's thanksgiving hence the name thanksgiving has thanksgiving become more about food than thankfulness <laughs> more than all right food more than thankfulness or football oh man um i think for thank, most families yeah i think thankfulness probably has gotten lost i'm not sure it's over food but um but yeah i think i think the meaning of it has has gotten lost and it's not, and that's not a statement to say that we don't teach the correct history anymore. Um, but yeah, the focus is not necessarily on family. Now, I would have thought that might be the case because of what we just came through the last two years. Mm-hmm. Everybody not wanting to cancel Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas—you know the whole thing. Um, but yeah, what I'm hearing this year is um, it's so good to be back with 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 family. It's and we're going to do this. It still isn't a rebellion state. Yeah. Um, so how do you have rebellion and thankfulness? So that's the, that's kind of how I'm trying to look at things right now. I was like, how, how can you be so excited to go be with family? And then you, you kind of send the message that you're doing it because nobody's going to stop us from doing it. You know, well, no, no and, vaccine, no nothing. So. Well, and it's, it's, it's on both sides too. I think, sure. you know, it's hard to be thankful when you're afraid. So if you're still fearful of, in and you know we've talked about this on the show before having an outsized fear of covid um you could also have the the problem of i'm not thankful because i'm afraid i, I think Good. i think fear would get in the way of a thankfulness and a gratitude not even about covid just about people's attitude towards you sure um and then on the other side i think you're right um you know when we're in rebellion when we're in resistance mode which <laughs> that word has been thrown around a lot in these last few years uh, I'm really tired of that word. Um, sorry, but, to, sorry to bring it up. <laughs> but, I mean, we have. We've been in this resistance mode um, as a people, and that does, again, cause us to be in a negative light. You know, our, our brains are in a negative focus. Um, and when you have negative negativity in your heart and in your mind, it is really hard, I think, to be thankful and, gr- and have gratitude. And if I can talk to the believers for just a second— the Bible says it over and over and over again that we are to be a people of thankfulness. We are to be a people of gratitude. 
you know, you talked about the fear that we could have that if we're thankful or we're grat- we show gratitude that we're going to be taken advantage of, essentially. Is that fair to say? A lot of people have that. Yep. Um, I, I, I feel like that's the reason that John, as you brought up, the Apostle John, the reason he did that is because of his faith. He, he wasn't afraid of that because he knew that God had him. Mm-hmm. And maybe today you need that encouragement. God's got you. There's no reason not to be thankful. There's no reason to, I mean, I don't care what you're going through, to be quite honest, no matter what we're going through. John, <laughs> it's poured in hot oil. Like, like you, you can't, there's not much else that would be worse than that. That sounds like awful, just on every possible level, that's awful. But yet he continued to praise God. Um, God has you, no matter where you find yourself, you can still be thankful. You can still have gratitude. Again, the air in our lungs gives us an opportunity to do something for God. That's something to be thankful for every single day. So, But I think we get so weighted down by, by life that it, it's not even selfishness sometimes, right? It's just, it's just the weight of life, um, sure. the weight of circumstance. And, and so I think that's one thing that kind of kicks us you know, into, I don't know, kind of the, the downward spiral. Um, it, it's, hard to see, it's hard to see how to be thankful. And mm-hmm. um, and that and that's where, um, I mean, a year ago when I look back to what we were talking about, this scripture comes up out of First Thessalonians chapter five, um, verses sixteen through eighteen. So it's First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. First. <laughs> anyway, that book, First uh, Thessalonians <laughs> five sixteen through eighteen. It says this. It says, "Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for mm-hmm. this is God's will for you." In Jesus Christ, I mean, it's it's not. This is God's will. That's pretty this, significant. This, this is God's will, but it's God's will in Jesus. I mean, and it, and He says for you, not like it's not for us. Like, how do I put this? It's not for God. It's for us. Right. It's His will for us. Right. It's for it's for us. So 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 here here's Christian or non Christian. Um, you got to rejoice in your circumstance. You've got to find the positive, and and, and there's. There's positive in everything. Um, I, I truly believe that. I mean, from birth to death, uh, anything in the middle of that, there is something positive in every situation. Um, but the second part of that is 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 maybe more for, and this is a whole different podcast. You know, you pray continually. Um, you know, for the believer that we need to do that um, because that, that keeps us on the thankful side of life and right. makes us a little more pleasant to be around. Well, right? it makes us dependent on God as opposed to dependent on ourselves and on circumstances, quote unquote. Right. But for the non-Christian, sometimes when you hear, you know, Hey, I'm praying and I'm praying, but you're not in Christ. Um, you're praying, but yet you're not changing your circumstances. You're not changing your attitude. You're not changing your heart of, of gratitude. You're not changing you know, your perspective on being thankful. It's just, I'm praying because I'm, I'm praying from a perspective of fear. And, uh, and that doesn't help you. Um, that, that's just a warm fuzzy that it might or might not give you that warm sensation, but it, it's not, it's not changing. Right. So, um, so rejoice in everything. Pray continually is what, is what they're saying. And then, uh, this is tough in all circumstances, give thanks everything um so when you look at that that verse and it, it says give thanks in all circumstances the uh, the all there is is a little deeper than what what we think of the word being being all we, we think of the word as being like um everything but all here is um the the deepest inner depth of your of your circumstance so so it's the deepest depth um so in every circumstance the deepest hurt or the deepest praise you've got to give um give give thanks mm-hmm. um and, and i'm reminded of the story of cory tinboom yeah. um you know way back in the concentration camp era and uh in that whole mess you know um in that time frame pastor you know just just being there with head lice and uh, as you scratch your head <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that was funny. That wasn't planned. That was no, that was there. not planned. Um, and uh, you know, we would look at that and, and and go. And I heard this story first as when I was like just probably a junior higher, and uh, and how she was so thankful that they had head lice and body body ticks and and, and all that. And I'm and I'm like, why? Uh, that's just 
gross. I mean, nobody wants that. But she looked back on that and goes, if it wasn't for that, the soldiers would have come in and uh, and raped them and uh, abused them and beat them. But they were afraid to get the lice, so they stayed away. And so in the deepest, darkest moment of her life before the gas chamber, uh, God was protecting with head lice. Um, now, she lived through that and, you know, didn't didn't die that way. But she just died here not too many years ago. But um, anyway, so so rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances because you don't know what the circumstance is. It might look really dark, but hang on because there's something good in the middle of that darkness. Um, and if you're breathing air, it's in your believer. It's God's will and because it's you that's in Christ. So before we before we finish today, I think the last piece that needs to be discussed in this conversation is that having an attitude of gratitude, having a life of living a life of thankfulness, it doesn't just do things for other people. As I brought up that question that you struggled with, it also does something for you. I struggle with it in in our in our culture, in our country, particularly United States. The rates of depression, anxiety, right. um, they are through the roof compared to other countries. I've always found it amazing that people who have less tend to be more thankful and more grateful. So joyful. And those who have plenty tend to be the most depressed, the most anxious. And that <laughs> would play out in the statistics of that I've seen, the studies that I've seen regarding depression versus like for here in the United States versus like sub-Saharan Africa, for instance, like it's just not even close. The, the diagnosable mental illness that we have. Um, now I don't know if there's a direct correlation there, but I think there is something to be said for when we live in such a way that we are thankful, that we are grateful, where we have a, gr- we have gratitude for every breath that we get to take every step we get to take as the old police song goes. Um, it's a good song. Every breath you take. That is a good song. Anyway. Uh, but then he says, I'll be watching you, which is really creepy. Uh, sorry. I hate that part of that song. It's just weird. Um, <laughs> just totally sidetracked myself with that. Um, but it's really important. I think I think that's something that, again, whether you're a Christian or not, this this is universal for all of us as human beings. We need to live that way because it makes us feel like live better. It, it makes us happier, more joyful. Uh, and joy is more important than happiness anyway. So having having that kind of inner 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 joy is a better way to live, no matter whether you follow Jesus or not. Very true. And um, I think a follow up of that probably needs to be a challenge to say you you, you need to be um, grateful and you need to give that gratefulness away. I mean, your personality and your attitude, whoever you're around. Um, you either got the stink of darkness or, you know, you've got the, the fragrance of light and, uh, Jesus calls us to be a fragrance of light and let him shine through us. And, um, if you're waiting until you are in a good spot, if you're waiting until life has no issues, if you're waiting until, um, you're deeper spiritually before you give thankfulness and show gratitude to somebody else, you lose. Um, nobody ever gets to that point. Um, Give something away now. Um, give money away. Give food away. Give time away. Give whatever away um, that means something to you, and your heart will change. It doesn't work the other way around. And I think even in the Christian world, we think, well, you know, I got to go make 48 uh, backpacks of love and clean my closet and give shoes to some third world village, um, and I'll feel good about myself. That's great. Um, but I know people that did both of those things that really are just in the dump of life right now. Sure. And, uh, and, and they did that, and it's changed already their attitude and their perspective and their outlook for this Thanksgiving. And um, so um, I don't even know if they even watch this show. But um, anyway, um, so give something away. Go be generous. Go be kind. I'm, I mean, just we have people in our church that gave a box. that They said, Pastor, <laughs> this is really funny because um, I think she watches. But um, she, she said, Pastor, I'm, I'm making, a, um, I'm making a, a meal, and I'm going to deliver it to you to give to somebody that needs it. Because I don't know anybody that's needy. I, I, I have a problem with that. <laughs> we all know people who are needy, or right. at least we should. And if you don't, find somebody, right? right. So, but the heart in it was good. I mean, the, the, the heart in it was good, and uh, and so my response to them was is like, well, and I gave them a little bit of direction, and uh, 
and I said, if you can do this, this, and this, and uh, then I think we can probably probably help somebody. And and so yesterday shows up two really big boxes yep. um, of food um, that specifically fits their diet, and it's like for two people, right? It's it's right. just for like it's a husband and wife that it, the food's going to. And uh, there's like these two big boxes. It would feed my family for like a probably a week, right? So these guys are they're, they're gonna eat really well. So we're gonna get done with this show. Then we're gonna we're gonna go deliver that um, to that family. But uh, but I think that's a trap that we all feel like. Well, I don't really know anybody that's needy. Yes, you do. You know. And if you don't give something away, and your heart of gratitude is gonna come out. All to, right. To close our show today, um, we're gonna do something a little different. We've never done this before. Um, but I want to heads up here would have been good. Yeah, I did this on purpose to surprise you. Uh, so one of the things that I, I like to do with my students in student ministry is give them an application, give them something that is tangible that they can do to make whatever we're talking about on a Wednesday night real, make it, you know, change their life, transform them. So I've got some questions. We may or may not get through them. We're going to do kind of a lightning round here questioning you. I'd love to see you guys answer these in the comments because I think it would be really cool to see what your responses to these are. Um, It'd be cool to see if anybody's watching. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. Um, but uh, but these these questions are a great gauge on whether you are living a thankful life or not. And they're also questions that you can come back to. You know, certainly you could write these down and 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 ask them yourself. Ask yourself these questions every every day or every few days to to just keep reminding yourself. I need to be thankful. So these are some great questions. So here's the first one: What aspects of your city or neighborhood? Are you grateful for? You're asking me? I thought you were asking, asking them. Well, both. Coffee houses. Coffee houses. You said speed run. That's the first thing you know mind. Okay. What have others done in your life that you're grateful for? <laughs> a lot. Um, I know that's a long answer probably, but. Uh, prayer, gift cards, coffee, friendship. Who's someone that really listens when you talk, and how does that affect you? My wife. I'm happy. Okay. I know she's watching. <laughs> What's a stressor you're grateful to have put behind you this year? My health issues. You came out with a clear bill test of health, in, man. Yeah. Feels good. After a year of struggle. Yep. How many of your basic needs do you not have to worry about meeting today? All of them. I think that's a great question. Like, honestly, I thought it was a pretty good answer. Uh, yeah, especially for us as Western people, like this is a question we should be asking ourselves all the time. Because if there's if there's no other reason to be thankful, that's that's the one. Because pretty much all of us have no problem meeting those needs. Most of us, I would say, that's probably the case. So, so, but if I was really to maybe like, because that really is like the answer is like that. But if there was one, it would be finances. Okay. What's the best thing about your home, and have you taken time to enjoy it recently? My home. If it's your boat, then it's no. <laughs> uh, my home. What's the best thing about your home? Ugh. And have you taken use of it recently? Um, the best thing. Um, well, I had a good shower. Uh, that's good. The best thing. Uh, pass. I think it's all good. You're lazy boy. Yeah, no, that's not the best thing. Okay. Have you had a chance to help someone recently? And I'd say how the remote control. You? The remote control. Yeah, but you don't always have control of that, do oh, you? Oh, but I do. Oh. See, and that's 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 the deal. See, even, even if it's not in my hands. I got an Apple TV, and yeah. I realized I can control it from my phone now. Oh. So when I'm in my house, somebody else may have the actual physical remote. But, but you're, you're still this. king. See, yeah. That's right. See. I'm always in control. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you had a chance to help someone recently, and how did that make you feel? Uh, good. Yes and good. Great. What's something you look forward to in the future? <laughs> uh, what my son is making me for Christmas. Ooh, that's interesting. That might be on a future podcast. Maybe. What's something enjoyable you get to experience every day that you've come to take for granted? Say that again? What's something enjoyable you get to experience every day that you have come to take for granted or you know have been known to take for granted? Or you know you've taken for granted at times. Hmm. 
Again, these are really great questions. Again, you can be answering these along with us. Yeah, you better. Because um, that's that. Hmm, I don't know. I'd say the internet. Okay. <laughs> this one's good. What's a hard lesson that you are grateful to have learned? Like recently? It doesn't have to be. Just what's a hard lesson that you were grateful to learn? Um. Yeah, heads up would have been good. <laughs> a hard lesson, grateful to learn that. <laughs> uh, you can come back to it if you want, or we can pass. <laughs> well, the first thing comes. Well, yeah, the first thing that came to mind is uh, using the BB gun to shoot the car dealership lights out with, with open beer cans in the back of your car. Is this your teenage years? That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> you learned and you didn't do that again. Didn't do it again. Uh, for me, it was... Um, I didn't say I did it. Well, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> so for me, it was just getting drunk. I, I learned the lesson the hard way, but I'm glad I did when I did because I didn't I didn't abuse alcohol for very long. So um, God saved me from that pretty quick by me being stupid. So that was good. Uh, what about today has been better than yesterday? It's raining. So, I love the rain. You're such a coastal guy. I love that. What's an aspect of your physical health that you are grateful for? We already answered that. We can pass that one. What happened today, yesterday, this week, this month, this year that you're grateful for? What's 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 the one thing that's happened in this last year that's been something you can be grateful for? Um, my son is getting hitched December 14th. The boys moved out of the house. He's on his own. My refrigerator is mine. He's now her responsibility. Yes, that's all good. We're excited. <laughs> How have you used your talents recently, and have you enjoyed? What have you enjoyed about doing it? You preached on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not sure that's always a talent. Um, you built stuff today. And like I said, that's not always a talent. <laughs> you? Oh wait, you haven't fished uh, recently. Uh, yeah, I've used my talent. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't say what it is, but it's not what you just said, but. What relationships are you grateful for? My wife, my kids, you. Oh. You're on the list. My church. Yep. You're probably going to want me to say Jesus, so I'll say <laughs> Jesus in there. Well, I'd hope so, but, uh, I, you know, I, I could say all of those, but one, one relationship I'm really thankful for is... Uh, and I, and I actually, this is always one of my like thankful things that I talk about at Thanksgiving is the guy who led me to Christ. Um, that relationship, which is still ongoing to, to, to this day, 20 years later, um, my life would not be the same had it not been for him sure. leading me to Christ. Good. So, uh, just a couple more. What's one thoughtful thing someone did for you recently? One thoughtful thing that they did for me recently. Um, I'd say recently. Um, real recently. They. The most recently would be. A pretty. Good note. Of just appreciation and thankfulness, I guess. Yeah, I. I had a person in our church who brought me a, a T-shirt that, you know, some would say it's not a big deal. It's a T-shirt. But to me, it, it just was very nice. Um, the thought she made the T-shirt. Um, she watches our show. So she knows who it is. She knows who she is. Um, but uh, it, it was just really thoughtful and not expected. And uh, yeah, so that was nice. I've already I've already used her in a sermon illustration because that's where the mug came from, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's an aspect of how you were parented for which you feel grateful? Oh, that's the, a good one. The belt. The whoopings. Did you get did you get significant? I had my share. <laughs> and were they all deserved? He did not spare the rod, let's just say that. Were they deserved? Oh, at the time, no. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's one thing you've enjoyed about doing our job recently? Working with you. Oh, man. 
And then last one, what would make what made you laugh and smile today? I meant that last one. I know. Okay. Uh made me laugh and smile today. Already today? While you think it was seeing my my youngest this morning. I did, I don't generally get to see the oldest cuz she leaves for school before I'm done getting ready in the morning. But um the youngest uh I got to I got to see her face and uh that kid is troublesome as she is <laughs> as a toddler. Man, her face just lights up and she says, "Daddy, there there's nothing cooler than that. Being a dad is great. I love it." Cool. Yeah. I left my ATV outside last night. Oops, and I went to move it this morning, and the seat was soaking wet, so I just had to laugh because... Did you sit on it and I get did. your butt wet? But I like that feeling because... It's cold. You're it's a, crisp. You're, it's, a, you're a coastal guy. It, you're it, weird. It took me back to riding in the on the coastal range, the trails, the mud. I mean, it just... And it was only from my front yard to my backyard, but it was like a whole... I li- relived a section of my life. It was great. You also smiled yesterday, by the way. I just got to add this in because this is funny. Uh, I I am thankful to have experienced your vicariously through you, uh, the uh, propane guy showing up at your house yesterday. (laughs) Okay, he blew it. Well, he didn't blow it, but yeah, I blew it. You blew it. (laughs) It was fun to watch, just your facial reactions. (laughs) Oops. Yeah, so... Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. So, yeah, I was surprising my wife with getting... We have this gas fireplace in our house that we've never used since we've lived there. Don't even know if it works. So the propane tank outside is like, I don't know, 120-gallon tank, never been filled. Don't even know if it leaks. So, um, But I arranged for it to get filled and get the fireplace inspected and tested and cleaned and all that for her for Christmas this year. And uh, I had it arranged to be filled while we were gone for Thanksgiving, and uh, they showed up yesterday when when we were together. Yeah. So so wait a minute. Was I guess I missed something. Is this supposed to be a surprise for your it, wife? It, it was. Yeah. It was a surprise for my wife. <laughs> that's that's the best. That's the best part. Now, <laughs> total fail. It was. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She's telling the guy to go away, and she's <laughs> we didn't order me. propane. What is? Are you crazy? <laughs> Love that you, makes babe. the story even better. That's great. Yeah. I you know. sharing. Feel free to comment. It's it's just great. I love it. I love you, dude. Um, Hey, so I am thankful for you. We're thankful for you guys as an audience. Um, We just love you. We will not be with you next week. We're going to take the week off. Um, Recovering from Turkey. Yeah, we've got some things to do around the church to get ready for Christmas season and stuff. So, um, But we want you to know we love you, and we'll be back uh, December 7th. Uh, yeah, December 7th, we'll be back on on with you guys. Before you go and uh, leave town, skip town to go to a wedding. That's right. Unless Crazy. we get snowed in and can't go. <laughs> He's still going to get married, though. <laughs> Who gets married on a Tuesday in December? At one in the afternoon. <laughs> it's just fun. We love you, Graydon. We love you, Katie, but still weird. I don't <laughs> It's just strange. Well, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, it's time to get ready for Christmas. Our next few shows will all be Christmas. Are you playing Christmas music on the outtake? I am not, but next show, there will be Christmas music. All right, see you. Have a good week.